Hi. Hello. <laughs> there you are. How are you? I'm, I'm good. How's your day going? It's really busy. It's been like um, good, but really truly nonstop for just hours and hours. But I'm good. I'm good. You sound good. You sound even, on even keel. Yeah. You got me my natural habitat here in the office, and it's very nice to... Uh, See, I, I hit record. Are you cool with just diving in? Oh, I just okayed it. It said if I hit continue, I give permission. Permission granted. Okay, guess what this is sound? Oh, this will be fun. It's like a detective show with no um, video. What's this noise? Uh, curtain closing. Curtain's closing. Good. The air conditioner's turned off, so there's no interference. The The... Tech guy is upstairs. He finished here before we started. <laughs> Normal life around here. We're in good shape. Um, so I'm getting back into like socializing a little bit. And I, I had an experience this last week that reminded me like instantly of all the, the like really not great things about Los Angeles, like culture, <laughs> like some of the like things that I forgot I had just um, forgotten about. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I was wondering if I was going to hear this from you because I have um, a short list, but it's a pretty strong list. Go ahead. What is it? A short list of people you talk to or things you want to talk about on the show? Uh, things that I'm not happy with in, L in LA. Okay, now you start. Give me, we'll trade. You give me one thing and I'll go, go next. One thing? Well, you know, the top, seriously? All right, you tell ringers? me something. Wait, ringers off, phones off, and yet it's still doing it. Just a minute, I try to turn the phone off. Well, the top of my list is the smoke on the West Coast, if we're being honest. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, I can't do anything about that. Well, I can't do anything about any of the things on my list. Can you? Do you have a list that includes things you can f change? Well, I had an interaction with somebody this week, and, and, the, and one of my choices is to just not um, speak to them again. So I have some, uh, I have some agency in that. In that oh, this is fun. Go ahead, dish. Let's hear it. So I was playing, um, hey, we should hang out. Yeah, we should hang out. Sort of back and forth with a friend. And maybe I saw, I saw him a couple weeks ago. And then there was, you know, I, uh, one night last week, there were plans related to his place. And I um, just couldn't get there. I had a crazy work day. And I said, I'm, I'm not going to make it tonight. I really appreciate the invite, you know, next time. So a few days after that, I said, hey, I'm hosting... Um, basketball game hosting this game this uh nba finals i would love for you and your wife to join um he says great it's a great so about two and a half hours before that game is set to start i'm at the rose bowl flea market with my girlfriend and i'm like we really got to get going i have uh people coming over and this guy texts and says are you um still hosting tonight and I said, yeah, looking forward to seeing you. Game starts at you know six. We'll be back and, and ready for company as, as early as 5.30. And then I got like this extremely long text back that was clearly um, like a voice to text, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I feel like there might be like a special place in hell. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. What do you mean voice to text? It was I mean, he, somebody... recorded, he spoke into the microphone and it typed it. Right, which is like stream of consciousness and there's no editing and it's grammatically <laughs> incorrect. And Isn't I, that what people used to do before the, the 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 cell phones on a Saturday night? They'd get drunk and call an old girlfriend or boyfriend and leave a phone message on the machine, and then in the morning say, "Oh, I really shouldn't have done that." 
that is like true. That? I think people are still doing that, but this wasn't a um, this wasn't a voice recording. It was text that I received that he had mm-hmm. spoken into his phone. So when, you know, it doesn't always translate it correctly. So it's difficult to communicate over text anyway. And when somebody uses the voice to text option, it makes it even more difficult. And also to me, I get it. People are busy. They're driving, they're doing things. I don't want people to hurt themselves or stop doing what they're doing to write back to me. But when you're having like a back and forth conversation and somebody is just like talking into their phone without any edit, it's just fucking rude. It's like, do you have any, can you just like spend 20 seconds on this conversation and like sort some things out? But I, I'm getting ahead of myself. My frustration is coming through in this part of the story, even though I, it, it wasn't frustrating yet. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. I'm just going to pull these texts up. There's no reason for me to paraphrase. Oh, well, you're going to play it? it? There's no playing. It's text only. No, right. Okay, go ahead. Doesn't it seem like everybody and the mother has a podcast? Oh, oh, so I started a podcast with my mom. We wanted a theme song so you could sing along. The show, it starts now. Are you with me? <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, he says, what time are people coming over to your house? This is Sunday afternoon. I said, um, so far it's just us. Few folks canceled. Uh, ideally you and hopefully your wife. We're at the Rosewell flea market. We'll be back by 4.30 or 5. And he writes, oh, that's nice, bro. I think we're just going to chill here in that case. A couple other people wanted to watch the game. I thought you were going to have a couple people over to your house. You said you were hosting. If you change your mind about coming over to our place, then just come. Unless you already made food and hors d'oeuvres and stuff, and of course we'll still come. <laughs> okay. So now's my turn or not yet? Sure, go ahead. And I just well, realized that dinging if sound. He's making it, food and hors d'oeuvres. If he's invited other people over already, how no could he come to your place for food and hors d'oeuvres? Right. It sounds like a revenge text, but it was only a ball game. I don't know if. You, you, maybe you were like the first humans they were going to let in the apartment slash house nope. and they were really up for it. And then, you know, nope. were there other people at his house the night that you canceled? Yes. Well, I, I don't know. Oh, then he followed off with like, Hey, I just set this up and it's an image of a um, ping pong, ping pong table. And he says, do you play? And I wrote back, um, well, I had a couple of versions. My first draft version text back was, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry you don't approve of the guest list. I'll try harder next time. <laughs> and instead, I swapped that out for, got it. Have a great night. Go Suns in, in uh, spirit of the Phoenix Suns winning the uh, okay. championship. And then I got a text, a long text the next day and a long uh, and a couple missed calls and this person wanted to like talk it out which I had a great appreciation for and um, I said I'll call you and finish work and I did and it was a decent conversation and he tried to make it about like a false equivalency of me having broken plans before and I said look I, I will I always want to hang out um, I've probably overcommitted myself on school nights I'm very very busy at work and I'm keeping up the best I can um, but that's different. <laughs> I was hosting. <laughs> it's different than not showing up. It's different. And he's like, well, like, 
anyway, the conversation became about like how much preparation I had really done and how many people were going to be there, all these things. And I said, time out, man. Like, we're, you and I are cool. We're going to be fine. Like, it's, it's, I'm glad we can talk this out. But there's no like equity in this problem. You asked who was coming. I said it ended up just being myself and my girlfriend looking forward to seeing you. That wasn't good enough for you. So you fucking canceled and invited people over to your house. I said the, you know, the wrong stones could have been my house, right? Like, who cares? You, you said, well, you know, you cancel on me. And then I was like, I'm not really sure what you're hoping to get out of this. Like, if you reread that text and pretend that you just got to Los Angeles, this is why people from LA get bad raps for social plans. I said, not for nothing, like, we're cool, but that was a super jerk move on your part, a super jerk move. And it's all good, man. It's all good. But like, why do, you, why do you keep balancing you're a jerk and you shouldn't have done this with it's all, all cool? Because it's obviously not cool. Why, what were you, why were you trying to placate it? You, why were you trying to play both ends against the middle? Because I think I'm talking to somebody who's emotionally immature. And if I don't remind that the end game is tranquility and, and continued friendship, that it would have gone off the rails in a way that I thought I could protect for. Yeah, but you're, you know, you're criticizing him, whether you're right or wrong. I, I don't, I have no opinion or stake in this. And I, under, and I, I understand that you like, you wanted to explain it to him because you were being respectful of the fact that there was something going on that you didn't really want going on. You still want to be friends with him. And, but um, I maybe I try too hard for a copacetic sort of like, yeah, maybe. It's I, what actually, what was at the center of this? What was going on? So we'd scratch a little, scratch a little further. And he was just like, I thought maybe I was calling a bluff. And I go, Oh, hold on. What, what, do, you, what do you mean by that? And he goes, like, maybe like you weren't having people over or maybe like you had good intentions to do it earlier in the week and kind of the week got away from you. And my text was like the first reminder that it was happening and you had to scramble. And I said, all right, well, let's, let's talk about that for a second because a moment ago, there was a difference of opinion on the level of jerkiness of you canceling plans because it was just going to be me and my girlfriend. I said, now I'm hearing that you actually doubt my honesty and my integrity and my word. We have a much bigger problem than we started off in this phone call having. And we talked through it a little bit. It got heated. I didn't feel like digging in too much because I had other things to do and it's not that important. And I even hate to bug our and bore our listeners, right? You're probably fast forwarding past this. The whole idea is like, Oh man, that is such an LA specific thing. Like, oh, usually people in LA wonder who's going to be there and w whether it's quote worth their time or not before making a decision, but they're not supposed to say that part out loud. Oh, but is I, like, that what the point is? This is different. I thought you were just um, no, you know, I want to see talk cool. him through like all these different aspects of it. Oh, now I get what you're talking about. Oh yeah, I didn't actually use a ton of words. I was like, you were looking for better options. You wanted to make sure it was quote cool enough for you. And you decided it wasn't. And I get it. You moved into a new house and you wanted the host, but you should have said that last week. Thank you, Rick, for the invite. But no, I'm not coming over. Do you want to come over? That's a very different conversation. I was like, wow, I am uh, really glad that I don't, this isn't my like typical experience. Because in Los Angeles, it can yeah. be a lot of that in LA. A lot of like a conversation with someone or looking right past you wondering like, what else is here? Who else is here? It's, it's very... Um, oh, is very that what stupid. this is about? No wonder you went all dove into this, deep dived into this. Oh, he said, he said to me, oh, I thought, I thought you were having people over. In that case, we're just going to hang here. 
It was like, fuck, man. Oh, in other words, oh, I got it. And it's not enough to come see you. He right. thought it was going to be interesting. Yeah, so <laughs> I, that's what my first response was, sorry, I guess this isn't interesting enough for you. I'll try harder next time. That was like my jerky first draft I didn't send. But it's a very L.A. move. And then he doubled down. I found out in the conversation, it was not only was he trying to figure out if it was worth his cool time, he wanted to make sure that I wasn't catching me in a lie. Like, to what end? So he was point, trying to beat you up for canceling on him. Oh, this is a hell of a relationship. I, I don't know who it is, but um, let it quiet down and maybe you'll see him again and maybe you won't. But well, now I understand why you're so annoyed. It, it reminds me a little bit of a time I was, I had a, a friend, um, a, a, you know, girl, a lady friend. And I realized that very often like every time I saw her just her and me or her and me and one of her friends that I came home feeling really like disgruntled yeah and annoyed and I finally decided that I had to stop being friends with her and there were things obviously that I liked about her she was always willing to get together she had a good sense of humor she wasn't to say what she really thought um I really liked her family she was in the neighborhood. She was in our other neighborhood where we were in the summer. I mean, and she, she was a smart gal. And there's a lot of nice things about her. But when I went home, I always felt deflated. Like I would just say something and she'd say, oh, that's ridiculous. And I was like. I'm, right. Like, who are you to call? I'm, yeah. I'm like, chop liver. What does that mean? I'm, I'm ridiculous. Yeah. So, um. I, I tried avoiding her and that didn't work. And when that didn't work, um, <laughs> I just, I just let it go. And she got really pissed. In fact, we were still on, on, I was still on Facebook at that time. It was before I dropped out. That's how long ago it was. And at one point, and then I dropped off of Facebook. And at one point I called her and I said, there's something on my mind and I don't know how pleasant or unpleasant this will be, but, I really enjoyed our friendship mm. and I called a halt to it. And I think you owe an ex I owe you an explanation, not because I'm afraid or that you may even not even want one, but because I think it might be helpful to you on a personal level. <laughs> and I said to her, I really loved our relationship. You were easy to get along with, but you would snipe at me and say something really nasty that made me feel like you thought I was stupid. And she said, I've never done that to anyone. <laughs> That's and I said to her, and she said, in fact, my dog died. And you know that you must have seen it on Facebook and you didn't even reach out to me. And I said, I remember sitting at such and such a restaurant at the bar with you and your friend named so-and-so. And she said something and you verbally smacked her across the face so that she just looked at you and she said, why would you talk to me like that? I've heard your husband say to you at barbecues, you can't say that to people. I said, so maybe we're already not going to have a relationship. Maybe I can help you. Maybe this will be helpful to you or maybe it'll be hateful, but that's my truth. Mm. And I had to tell you my truth. Mm. And she screamed at me and then she hung up on me. Right, I was, say, Let me guess I was wrong. I never did yeah. that. And I thought, well, that didn't work. <laughs> if I ever want to break up with somebody again i'm gonna try a different way when i told a mutual friend who had known her like 30 years before i did in college 
She said, well, why do you think I'm never been, I've never been friends with her. You know, she was in my dorm in college. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, well, it I, sounds you know, like what you went through. You were trying to communicate. But the fact is uh, the die was cast, so to speak. I was cast and also uh, it's an unfair fight. Right. And as I was speaking with him and I was, and I was hearing my, I was hearing him try to sort of like bait me or catch me or something or trap me or mm. things that just weren't part of the actual construct in my experience. I wasn't caught in a lie. I didn't do anything wrong. I feel in fact that the infraction has been done to me. Um, I was calm and I used nonviolent communication and I used the word I, and I, I was, <laughs> I was, it was an argument that this other person was just frankly un. It was a bad match. It wasn't fair. It was an unfair fight in terms of my abilities to argue uh, and abilities to see what's what. And, and I was like, I felt very proud of myself. I also felt sort of frustrated. Uh, you know, I ended that phone call and like 10 minutes later, my dad called me to gaslight me. So it was a weird sort of hour of stuff. Um, and then I finished all those phone calls and I was like, I, I just worked like an 11 hour workday. And then I had two conversations with people that must think I'm a total moron. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm done. I just turned my phone off. <laughs> so I have a timer that's a two minute timer. It's so when you brush your teeth, you know that you're doing it. Not too short, not too long. I'll get you one. If somebody starts launching oh. in at you, after two minutes, say, I have to, I have to go, bye. And just okay. hang on. I don't know if your video is on, but can you see this? This is a sand timer, it has pink sand in it. Okay. It's uh, so I have a timer and I'm also, I've been pretty good at starting phone calls by saying it's so good to talk to you. I do have to jump on a meeting in 15 minutes, which is almost always true. Mm -hmm. um, so th this actually, it's funny to bring it back. This is a sand timer that um, my dad gave me when I was little and it was in the context of being uh, short fused, frustrated with David. But when David yelled, you should turn on the sand timer. Well, it was not, it wasn't about that as much as it was before I react or potentially overreact, I could turn on the sand timer and use that time to think about the situation, which is pretty solid advice. And it used to be about like, oh, just, it, it became a symbol for like, just be a little more patient with David, right? Yeah. It's really patience for me, it's self, whatever, but it, the device was to like, not snap at David, which I don't think I did much of, so. It was about extending patience and recognizing different people's, people's ability levels. And then I'd use the sand timer for like other things, like what you're speaking about. Like, all right, I'm going to turn this over. When this, is, when this sand's done, I'm finished this conversation or I'm leaving this room or, or whatever. So this sand timer, this pink sand, has, been, has become like the symbol of um, the, the extra potential for just a little more patience for my fellow person. And as I've like developed and reflected and done the work, my level of patience isn't the issue. <laughs> my, 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 my compassion and empathy extensions needing to be investigated is not the issue. I've got that in spades for obvious and less obvious reasons, but this still sort of stuck with me. I've always had it on my desk. The reason I'm showing it to you, because well, it came up in context, but because it's so old and our listeners or viewers who might be watching this on YouTube, if they are, they can subscribe. And if you're listening, go check us out. It's not moving. I can see you now. It's not moving. It's so old and it's been in so many different hemispheres that it doesn't actually end, it doesn't stop. It's moving slightly, but not all of it will, not all of it will never fully turn over. 
in either direction. So this symbol of, I'll bet there's a little more patience in your body somewhere, why don't you search for it, has now become a symbol for like the eternity of patience. And, if in, and within that, the like, how much more patience do I need to exhibit before I'm actually compromising some of me? This is crucial. When we work hard, very hard to whatever, communicate, get along, share, be there for. If we compromise our health because of it, which is what happens, we can lose part of ourselves. What is the point? So I would say, what's the opposite of the sand timer in demonstrating your exhibition of patience? Mm, a flamethrower? Yes, or maybe the fact that it's stuck and the sand won't move is a symbol to you yeah. that it's time to honor yourself. And it's not about your patience for someone else. It's about if somebody disses you, just move This on. is exactly my point. I, I, just I, hang up. I didn't articulate They don't want the, to listen. They don't want your opinion. They've made up their mind that... It, it that yep. was so icky. I want to go wash my hands just hearing no. what you had to go through. No. And you're trying in earnest to communicate. And the fact is, two minutes is enough for somebody to tear, you know, whatever. <laughs> just, just just move on. And maybe next week they'll be in a kinder mood. That's okay. It's not like you have to throw them off the bridge. I, I feel you. And, and I don't know if it has to do with LA. I can't say it doesn't because it's not I just LA. Here, I don't know. I don't know that many people. It's, well, it's so to go back to the beginning, like you don't like the smoke in LA. And I was saying like, how about something you can control and got into this dialogue. Right. So one of the things I don't like about LA and it's not a monolith, but it's, but it's a generalization, but it's a fair and reasonable. It's, it's around social planning and people's interests and attention spans during that social planning. I, I know that um, I'm not always great company. No one is, that's not, no one's supposed to always be great company, but I'm mostly great company. And if you don't want to hang, it's okay. And it's not just LA. I have a, I have, there's this like, I want an email thing with somebody who like every single time he writes to me, he finds a reason to snipe for no reason. At you or at anybody? At me. And so I just stopped. I like legitimately stopped responding to the emails. I've been, I, don't, it. I don't think I don't think they've noticed. It's been months. I've been written back to them once. And I did once. I'm like, oh, you know, let me just jump in. And the response I got was a snipe. It was like you had, you could have said anything. You could have been like, the weather's weird here. Like anything. Uh, it all It all reminds me of Chris Rock's line where he says, I feel sorry for people who it takes them until they're 30 years old to find out that people ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, trying to be a, I'm not trying to be a misanthrope either, right? Like I, I nurture friendships and I love people and I love, I don't need to even defend it. It's just in the living and flow and doing things that feed my soul and, and make money and keep things moving and fill my artistic desires. This other stuff, like the jerk who can't help it on email or this guy about social plan. It's so glaringly obvious how absurd it is because compared to in flow, it's like, and it reminds me of that kind of, kind of Chris Rock thing. It's like, let me just brush it off my shoulders. Cause it doesn't, it's like, you actually don't, you don't exist. Like that, that, this thing that you're doing isn't, 
it's a it's spun sugar you know what i mean so be, because um your nature is very um conducive to getting along with people and understanding their needs or and even wanting to assist and help people help people you have to beware and you have to beware of trying when there's it's not good for you to try which which is is up to you to decide so if you start on a road and somebody's like this just chop it off you can always call them back later and have a further conversation yeah. but this protects you i mean this this protects you from this 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 nonsense nonsense it's nonsense and it's their road let them travel their road you could still be in contact and friendly with them That's right. just let them go so they can go do this on their own time without you. I'm sure there's somebody else in their life that they will then contact and dump it on. Yeah. It takes something simple that should be joyful or fun and entertaining and turns it into a thing. Mm. And drama, dramatist. Dra yes, actually. And what, and again, you don't, it doesn't mean you'll never talk to them again. You might, no, it's not. Might fun take or fine, yeah. Yeah, well, I figured from that text on Sunday when I was like, wow, this is nonsense. I'm like, all right, you're in timeout. I don't know, how about a week? <laughs> and then That's like- perfect, just put them on timeout. But I don't did. talk to somebody who needs timeout. They're in timeout because they need to be left alone immediately. That's an awesome fine point. because I did put them in timeout and the next day after incessant texting, I did, I did engage in this conversation. That's a really good point. And you can write it down, you can dictate it, you can put it in a book. But don't send it to them and just get yeah. it off your chest as the expression used to go. Yeah, I and then, like I said, you could still be friends with them. I mean, if we got rid of everybody that we thought was, you know. Totally. Th there'd be no, <laughs> no, no, almost nobody left. <laughs> I don't mean personally. I don't feel that way at all, of course. But <laughs> actually, I've got a pretty good crew these days. I mean, just people who are empathetic and caring and nice and you know, of all different backgrounds and ilk and experiences and, mm -hmm. and you hope for the best. But um, I hope the two minute timer lesson to you is stop wasting your time on people when they're in this behavior. I, it doesn't mean to get rid of them altogether. I have. And I, and I have I, people who are very difficult, but I love them for different reasons. And it's all part of the soup and you can't strain it out. You, you just portion it out when you're ready for it. I like that. It's all part of the I do too. Where did that come from? It's wow, that was great. You can't portion it out. You can't strain it out. You like can't strain it out, so you have to portion it out so you can handle it. I love that. Good. Read that back to me someday. <laughs>
another theme song so you can sing along.